Ah, hello and welcome, and of course, ho, 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 it's Christmas time. Ho, 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 it's Christmas time, and I have a teacup, two teacups. One is uh, Santa's head, as if I'm drinking out of it, and the other, regular style. I got a tea and an eggnog, I call it dealer's choice, and where <laughs> I'm here with my co-host. James. Christmas James. And Christmas James and I are here to celebrate a special... Christmas episode of Lovable Favorites. Happy holiday season to you and yours and to and much love to all. How are how are you uh coping with the Christmas time? Well, I currently wearing uh, Santa's hat. I have a real tree hung with care, no standing with care <laughs> in my <laughs> on my wall <laughs> i i've uh, nailed the tree to the wall yeah. customary christmas uh you know BLE style uh-huh. and uh yeah and we have uh, stockings that are full of hair oh really you guys do that eh yeah. i guess wait, wait is it different for you yeah, well, we weren't, unlike the Bielis, my clan was not born bald. <laughs> we were not slowly given our hairs uh, over a period of 20 or so Christmases. I know right. this is this is the way that you guys sort of grow, right? Well, yeah, it's you sacrifice one hair per year, uh-huh. each year, and you put it in your uh, stocking, and uh-huh. with that hair, Santa brings you two more hairs, <laughs> and you hold on to the stocking for as, about as long as you can, hopefully your entire uh-huh. life. If you lose it, you lose your hair. It's very, it's actually really, really stressful for And it me. multiplies like it's, it's exponential, right? So you'll get oh, two, yeah. and then four, and then eight, so it takes a while, but by a certain point, that's why, I mean, I feel like after this Christmas, you will have too much hair. I'll finally be able to get my hairstyle of choice long. Long. (laughs) I feel like you should be more focused on the length of hair and not the amount, honestly. The look, the color, the shape, doesn't matter. It's the length. (laughs) Am I right? Uh, Wow. I guess so. Truly incredible. (laughs) To each their own, you know? Um, Uh, Oh, of course. I am the other co-host. I'm Jack Bielli. uh Uh-huh. and I'm just tickled pink, or should I say tickled red and green, about this episode. Yeah, it's really exciting to be doing something sort of special to celebrate we, the we, season that we love. True. It, I mean, it's weird because we're celebrating a season, but it's out of season for us because we did two seasons, and this, this is, is a in bonus. between seasons. Yes. Oh, my God. That's really incredible, actually. And and I got you a gift. Uh-huh. Here, open it up. Oh my! It's seasonings. It's seasonings. <laughs> this is Montreal steak spice. This yep. is um, this one is just lettuce. Yeah, it's my favorite seasoning. <laughs> yeah, you just toss lettuce on on everything, don't you? Have you tried it? No, I have not. Well, I'm about to. I you're, suppose you're gonna wanna, and I'll yeah. come over for dinner and make sure you fucking use those. Uh, really? Yeah, because that's Christmas. That's not what Christmas is. I feel yeah. like it, you might have a really uh, deranged idea of what 
celebrating a holiday <laughs> is supposed to be. Ho, ho, ho. Want to know where I got these scars? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like you might be really <laughs> fucked, actually. I'm, I'm sort of scared that you might be insane. No, you're only playing with me. Uh-huh, get that goddamn tree off the wall and put it in a stand like a normal human being. I'm actually, and I'm, I'm an expert on trees. Traditions matter to me, sorry. I'm uh, a lot of, I don't know if all the viewers at home know this, but... I grew up on a Christmas tree farm, and this oh, is real. That's actually so bit. true. It's not a bit. It's not a bit. And when you told me, and every time you tell me, I always think it's a bit at first. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It <laughs> sounds like the setup, and then there's no punchline. I told a lot of people that over the past week, and no one took it immediately. Well, they all said, like, where is this going? But it's true. And, you know, in two days, I'm going back to the farm, and I'm going to sell some trees. I'm so glad I could catch you before you got to the farm. Yeah. Uh, and we were able to d- we were able to do this because I only want to spend time with loved ones this season. And let's face it, you are one. Oh, that's so sweet of you to say. And I really hope that, you know, me being one of your loved ones does not mean that I have to partake in the satanic rituals that you uh, seem <laughs> to do every Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> because I understand that is probably something you do mostly with loved ones, but if uh, being a loved one sort of puts me into that type of situation, I might have to reject the title. Are you sure you don't want to come to the burning of the leg? <laughs> no, I'm not going to the uh, burning of the on. leg. Come on. I don't want to have to tell you again that I'm not going to the burning of the <laughs> leg. You ask this every uh, every year. Okay. Every well, goddamn year. I do. And listen, I thought maybe Maybe one year you'd bite. <laughs> I'm not biting the leg. <laughs> I, I got something we could bite on. Yeah, what's that? I want a couple friggin' stories. Oh, yeah. I think everyone would enjoy that. Now, we did a different format of the show for this uh-huh. episode. We, um, much like the seasonings I just gave James, uh, <laughs> gave each other the gift of a, of a, of a story. We, we each picked out three characters and three Christmas situations and drew them out randomly and then assigned them to each other. So they're different. Yeah, we're two different stories. For the first time ever, we are making uh, podcasting history. Yeah, by doing two stories on one podcast that aren't the same That story. aren't the same thing. A novel new idea that uh, <laughs> only occurs out of season. Let me tell you. <laughs> if this was in season, uh, I'd shut this thing down. No way, yeah. This is not acceptable. If you catch me uh, writing two different stories in season, I promise you I will go to the burning of the leg and I will <laughs> partake fully. You can use my leg. <laughs> Should we do a nice, wholesome quen flip? Yeah, let's do the the old quen flip, the one part that will never change because it's, se- it's everyone's favorite. This is I know, and this is the and many, many of you write in and you always say this is so good. I love love the coin flip. Skip the stories, and that's fine <laughs> as long as you just at least leave them playing quiet so we get numbers, uh-huh. ratings. I don't know, but I. So happy you guys do love this aspect of the show. Not really the thing I thought would be the focus, but (laughs) here we go. All right, here it is. Call it in the air, and uh, whoever, if you get it right, you go first. Okay. Oh, it's got to be... Well, I'll say stockings for heads Uh and Christmas for tails. Uh Stockings. Stockings. It's stockings. Hey, that's perfect. And now I'll read my story. Uh, and of course, it was from a prompt given to me 
by Dear James Brown, which was Santa Claus, brackets Tim Allen, <laughs> uh, gets the present he wanted. Oh, and one more thing. Uh, this story is from the perspective of old Papa Elf. So it, when you hear me say I, I, my, I am old Papa Elf. It's told by him. He's in, he lives in the North Pole. This is a story called Twas One Night Before Christmas. Twas one night before Christmas, and through the North Pole house, not a creature was stirring, except Tim Allen Santa Claus. Yes, while the owls were all nestled snug and cozy in their bed, Tim Allen Santa was downstairs, simply flipping his lid. There was smashing and crashing, and bashing and such clatter. I had to spring wide awake to go see what twas the matter. I threw on my robe and sped down in a rush. That's where I saw Tim Allen Santa making a fuss. He was kicking and screaming and shouting out words. Fuck Christmas, fuck stockings, fuck children, they're turds. I went to his side and started petting his head. They're there, my friend Santa. What is wrong? Then he said, I'm tired of busting my ass every year to bring lots of others such holiday cheer. They don't buy me gifts when they go to the mall. I'm starting to think they don't care about me at all. I listen to them, bring them toys, clothes, and bookies. And all that they give me is milk and damn cookies. My favorite treat is orange soda and kettle cooked chips. You could have just asked me, you cursed little shits. Now, time was an issue. Soon Christmas would start. So I dug far down deep and just spoke from the heart. Santa Tim, I'll be honest. You're being a dick. <laughs> think of little James Brown getting his signed William Nylander hockey stick. Aww. Or think of what Jackie Bielli would do when he wakes up to find no Charleston shoe. Now this job can feel thankless. It can cause great strife. But when you killed the old Santa, you signed up for this life. These meltdowns were common since Tim became boss. So I had become a pro and could deal with his sauce. But this year it was different. Santa Tim hit a wall. Christmas is canceled. I hate you all. Oh no! I was really annoyed and was ready to crack. But I thought of the children and got back on track. Santa Tim... I am willing to grant you your wish. I'll get you a present, lickety-split. If you promise me that, after you get your way, you'll get off this floor and hop in your sleigh. Santa Tim's eyes lit up. He smiled ear to ear. He had finally heard what he wanted to hear. Old Papa Elf, listen up and listen well. The thing that will make this Christmas go swell is if you take my VHS collection of WrestleManias 1 through 36 and digitally convert them onto Blu-ray disc. My VCR hardly works anymore, and I need to see Stone Cold, Shawn Michaels, and Dude Love settle their scores. I will not deliver until you meet my demands. The fate of this Christmas is now in your hands. I looked at him and sighed. This was no easy task. The help of the reindeer, I would have to ask. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Comet, now Vixen, we must get these VHSs digitally rewritten. I zip-zipped away with the tapes in my sack as I looked for a place using my Google Maps. Slow down, my sweet reindeer. I think I found us a spot. Video conversions by Dan. It's just up one more block. (laughs) The Yelp reviews were a bit of a mix. Four five-star ratings, but under one star, there were six. It was too late to try and find anyone else, for goodness sakes. I hope video conversion Dan really has what it takes. When I rushed in with the reindeer, Dan, he looked shocked. 
but he was a professional and asked me what I had brought. Mr. Dan, in the sack, I've got 36 VHS tapes. I need them converted to Blu-ray. How long will it take? Christmas is honestly riding on this. I hope you can be super fast, super quick. Like I said once before, Dan was a pro. I can do it, Papa Elf. That is for show. Oh. But my equipment isn't really top of the line. To convert them will take about two hours' time. If you got somewhere to be, just come back at 10. But if you would like to stick around, you can until then. <laughs> for those two hours, Dan and I just shot the shit. We hit it off well. Dan was nice and he was hip. Time just flew by. It was fast as can be. When they were done, I asked Dan if he would come back with me. It would be nutty to turn down a ride in the big Santa sleigh. And Dan, he knew that, so he agreed with a yay. We blasted right back to the sweet North Pole house. Santa Tim saw us land, and he opened his mouth. Did you do it? Did it happen? My one Christmas wish? If yes, then make way, for I have presents to dish. (laughs) Uh, Yes, I did. Uh, I did it. I did it, my mans. Converted your old VHS down at Dan's. But don't even think about getting back to work. I'm firing your ass because you're a jerk. No Santa should ever act as childish as you. You almost ruined this holiday because you're a fool. I'm replacing you with my cool new best friend. (laughs) The new Santa Claus is Digital Conversion Dan. (laughs) Tim Allen seemed hurt. He was mad and so sad. He had squandered the best job that he'd ever had. Hey, by the rules of this world, would not something dire have to happen for me to hand over my Christmas empire? I don't get it, Papa Elf. Huh? Huh? Who? Sorry, Santa Tim, I said, but you're through. Oh, my God. I can't legally confirm what really happened that night, but Video Conversion Dan now runs Christmas right. And if you listen real close, I bet you will hear Santa Dan saying, Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good year. The end. Wow. That was impressive. Oh, thank you. Why? That was a, f- a fate of a rhyme. Oh, it's merely of words. Storytelling and rhyme. James, it's merely pen to paper, okay? Oh, my God. <laughs> don't, that was don't glorify entirely me. written digitally. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, true. I think I've ever seen a story of your son paper. Was, was twas only finger to clacking keyboard. <laughs> Uh, well that was that was really good actually that was thanks man i feel like that could like enter the canon i think uh it should enter the canon and then get fired out (laughs) into the hands of everyone to enjoy oh my god (laughs) um i i was wondering do you actually get a charleston shoe every christmas no i wish oh that would be a cool (laughs) gift actually that's i feel like i've it Seems so unchristmassy though. Yeah, well, that's my favorite chocolate bar. Yeah, it's it's funny. That's which, a funny gift. Which I mean is arguably not even a chocolate bar. It's kind of just a marshmallow and a stick. It's marshmallow big old stick nougat, with, right? Or it's yeah, it's nougat. Yeah, sorry. Do you like them cold? I love them cold. They're best cold. I uh, I freeze them. Not only just cold them. Wow! Holy shit! And they hurt your teeth, but they're worth it when they. I melt. feel like I should get one now because I had, as you know, I had mm-hmm. recently an embarrassing number of fillings done. But Ooh, now yeah. my teeth are my teeth were so bad, and whenever I really sugary things, it hurt. Yeah. Now they feel great, and I'm eating Charleston shoes now. Do you do you want to do you want to tell the the fans and the viewers um, how many cavities you got in one sitting? <laughs> in one sitting, they gave me five fillings. <laughs> Which I don't think is legal, James. 
it was a lot. It was a lot. And I, I went in there. I knew I had not been to the dentist in years, and I knew that I had a lot of holes in these old teeth. Oh, yeah. But uh, the dentist was great. And you know what? Five fillings in like 45 minutes. It was nuts. That is bang for your buck. Yeah, the, the guy is a pro. It's great. I'm going to go back in next month and help steal my wisdom tooth. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, and I can't, I can't really talk as if I can talk down to you. I think every single, I was telling you this, I think every single one of my teeth has a filling. Yeah. I was a real, I was a real candy man growing up, up yeah. until, I mean, I still am, but. It's, it's crazy. Some people's like teeth are very strong. Yeah, and no, don't really get fillings. I got so I got real softies. In yeah, here. I have really awful teeth. Yeah. But um, what's Santa's favorite WrestleMania? Oh, Santa loves seventeen. Seventeen. What's yeah. who's in that? What happens there? Do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, seventeen is where uh, the Rock and Stone Cold uh-huh. uh, main event for the championship belt, uh-huh. uh, and Shane McMahon and Vince McMahon uh, fight. Now, this is tied into a storyline uh, that went on for a while, where Vince McMahon. This is where they they bought WWF at the time, uh-huh. bought uh, the WCW. And they tied it into storylines, and Vince was going to buy it, and he was all excited. He's like, I'm going to buy it at WrestleMania. And then his son Shane was like, no, 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 I already bought it, Oh my man. God. Yeah, and then they were like his fighting. His son bought WCW out from under him. Yes, and then they while they were fighting, it, it drove um, Vince McMahon's wife, Shane's mother, uh-huh. uh, to uh, have a mental breakdown where Vince then was getting her taken care of and wheeling her around in a wheelchair oh and, me- and medicating her to his desire to keep her zombie-esque. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah. Um, Why does Santa enjoy this? Oh, he's just, he's there for the drama. I it's guess Tim so. Allen Santa, right? He definitely is just an odd breed. Uh, he's not a regular type of Santa. He's no Dave. <laughs> Dan, Dan, yeah. Dan, no, no. I feel Digital bad about conversion that. Dan. <laughs> Dan seems like a great guy. So what's the story with all of his one-star reviews? Oh, those are actually mostly misunderstandings. He's he's side-by-side side with a pet shop where they don't have any pets. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so it was just people made a mistake? Yeah, it was like a clicking on the wrong Google. So he his service is incredible. Oh, amazing. Wow. That's yeah, yeah. a real shame yeah. for him then. And so Santa typically works one day a year. Um, video conversion Dan works, I don't know, like you know, three sixty four, and then one again at Christmas. A real yeah. busy one. So wow, that's great. That's yeah. a, like a good yeah. gig for Dan too, because yeah, I yeah. feel like he didn't really have much going for him. No, no. I mean, digital conversion game is is a little, little bit lower than it was. You know, VHSs are not as there, yeah, I you feel know, like mid two thousands might have been a decent time for a business like that, but yes, lately, exactly, I feel like it's all digital to begin with at this point. Yeah, yeah, everyone's got their iPhones and whatnot. Well, that's you know, Santa could bring him a couple new video oh, yeah. cassette yeah. recorders. Yeah, I feel like Dan might sort of try and do that for his uh, business. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, everyone's like, I got everything I asked for, but I also got this VHS. <laughs> I don't. Anyway, I might. I'll just get it converted. <laughs> yeah, I will just. I want to watch it, but I can't play this. Oh my god, that'd be really incredible, actually. And that's how Dan supports his business. And it's not even really snaky. That's like kind of nice, to be you honest. You know what he should do? What? Another great thing he could do for his business is he should, um, on Christmas night, go to the pet store and put a bunch of pets under their tree 
<laughs> that would be it would fix his review problem. Yeah, that would I feel like the whole being Santa Claus thing could actually save his like wildly obsolete business. Yeah, actually this is this is a real twofer. Yeah, this was a big thing for Dan. I didn't even realize that when I when I made it. It's true. Wow. You open the door. It's very uh that was a very good story. That was Thank a you, really James. nice, wholesome, uh really Christmas esque story. And and with you bringing that up, I want to sort of maybe talk about uh, what's coming next, which is your story. Yeah, my story is, um, I think it might be quite embarrassing or something. <laughs> I'm really nervous about this story. I think that's the most nervous I've been, maybe since the E.T. story, I was pretty nervous about. You and were this, nervous, I remember. feel like it operates in a similar realm. So I just mm-hmm. hope, so this story is called Elf Brackets Will Ferrell. Saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Yeah. And I really struggled with it because Will Ferrell's mother in that movie died when he was a baby. Ooh, that's something I forgot about the lore. So I I, I mean, but that's what the gods chose essentially. That's true. I mean I didn't yes. This was a there was a the act gods of the gods um Kale and Benji chose these right out of cups. Really? Yes, I oh, put them in cups. Oh, that's sweet. I'm glad to out. know that they uh, they had some sort of part in this. Of course. But yeah, so this this story is very weird, and I feel like it might uh, put people off Christmas a little bit. But I I hope it's okay. I think maybe it could be okay as well. Yeah, it's not as comfortable as sitting around like a nailed tree to the wall and roasting the leg. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I'm not roasting the leg okay. with you. Okay, fine. Um, okay. Well. Without further ado, I might I might just go into it. Why don't we hop right in? All right. Well, this is uh, Elf brackets Will Ferrell saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. It was the week before Christmas, and Buddy the Elf got stuck with the worst job there is: coal duty. <laughs> Buddy was four miles underground in a smoky mine in the North Pole, (laughs) shoveling coal for the big fat man. A lot of the elves' efforts had been reverted to coal duty recently, and people were sort of confused why. Santa, for some reason, had gotten really mean lately and ordered that every child get coal. No. Some of them deserved it. No. Buddy packed away some coal for Roger, who stabbed his teacher with a pocket knife on her birthday, no less. That seemed like a coal-worthy boy. <laughs> he packed a bit more for Sally, who went joyriding in her dad's Jeep, only to run over a father of four who had the flu. But he thought that that merited coal as well. But then he packed some for Kevin, who skipped school to protest the lack of action being taken about the shockingly frequent mass murders that were taking place in schools just like his. That last one really bugged Buddy. It seemed pretty unfair. The instructions said to pack extra coal for Kevin and to make sure to heat it up extra hot, too. So when Kevin opened his stockings on Christmas morning, his hands would be burned and he would have to go to the doctor. (laughs) These were Santa's orders. Buddy hated doing this. He thought it was crazy to give coal to every single kid. The first two deserved a little coal, thought Buddy. But that guy Kevin didn't really seem to deserve burned hands on christmas morning these were santa's orders though and buddy knew that he had to follow them or else santa would force him to sleep in the snow again like he did (laughs) earlier that week buddy packed coal all afternoon 
and at 6 p.m., he came up for supper. The meal hall was raucous. Everybody went a little crazy in the week before Christmas, especially the elves on music duty. They had to churn out 400 new Christmas carols before the big day, and because of a loss of inspiration, they recently resorted to taking a cocktail of drugs in order to get their creative juices <laughs> flowing. It definitely was working, as each elf was managing about three carols an hour now. A pretty impressive pace. But the carols that they were churning out were sort of insane. Buster the Elf's song, The Green Green Tree, <laughs> was more about weed than it was about Christmas. Susan's song, Snow White Christmas, was just an ode to cocaine. And Christine's song, Bad Trip, was all about death and didn't even mention Christmas once. <laughs> it was getting pretty crazy, actually. And Santa, sitting at the head table was staring at the music elves menacingly as the coked-out elves yelled about their dreams and political opinions. <laughs> Santa had had enough. He got up from his throne and said, with his big, booming voice, Music elves, you must stop this nonsense. I understand that you took the drugs in order to enhance your work, <laughs> but it has only made your work suffer and turned you into insufferable little assholes. You're all going to rehab right away. <laughs> the elves, predictably, weren't too happy about this. An elf named Henry yelled out, Fuck you, Santa! We love drugs! <laughs> Truly, my elves, you must stop this. You're setting a bad example for the children, said Santa. Children schmildren, shouted an elf, and the rest laughed. Don't be a narc, Santa, said someone else. <laughs> Santa was livid. <laughs> if you refuse to quit doing drugs, he said, I'll cut off your supply. There will be no more drugs in my North Pole. <laughs> the elves gasped. With no drugs, how would they blow off steam after the big Christmas week? The elves were crazy about drugs, so they were all really mad. <laughs> no one was madder, though, than Buddy. Buddy stood up and spoke. You can't do that, Santa. I built my empire from the ground up, and I have been the elves' official supplier of everything from weed to heroin for over ten years now. <laughs> I've faced cops, cartels, I've been shot nine times, and I've murdered 14 people for my business. There is nothing you could do to shut me down. I thought you might respond like this, buddy, said Santa, which is why I prepared a little surprise for you. Rudolph? Could you bring out our special guest? <laughs> Rudolph went into the back room and came out carrying a body draped in a white cloth. No. What on earth is that? Shouted Buddy. <laughs> it's your mother. No. Responded <laughs> Santa Claus. A body? <laughs> She's dead. She died. No. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she died when he was a baby. Ah, yeah, so this is what I had to do. <laughs> it's your mother, responded Santa Claus. Santa pulled off the cloth. It was clearly Buddy's mom. She had been dead for over 30 years, but looked remarkably good, all things considered. Oh. Now I want you to look long and hard, Buddy, because this is what happens when you disobey me. Every time from now on that you step out of line, I will kiss your mother's corpse. 
Santa gave Buddy's mom a big smooch. It was really upsetting, and Buddy threw up. (laughs) Nobody dared speak after that, and after finishing his plate of sausages, Buddy went to his room and cried. He had never seen his mom and didn't remember her really because she had died when she was when he was just a baby he hoped that someday he might meet her in the in the afterlife or something but this was not what he was expecting at all it shook buddy to his core and he didn't sleep for the next 4 days santa essentially tortured buddy <laughs> threateningly trying to goad him into selling drugs so that santa could kiss buddy's mom <laughs> Buddy was good though and didn't s- <laughs> fucking weird. <laughs> dark. <laughs> it's so dark. It's so unnecessary. Why did I do this? Uh, Buddy was good though and didn't sell any drugs, no matter how much the music elves pestered him. But on the day before Christmas Eve, with Buddy not having slept in over a hundred hours, his instincts kicked in. It was in the meal hall, and one of the music elves, seeing that Buddy was clearly out of his mind, took advantage of the situation. Hey, Buddy, could I get a gram? said the elf, and Buddy just handed him a little baggie with a gram of weed. It was all muscle memory. It was over before he even realized what was going on. A voice boomed. I saw that, buddy, said Santa from his throne. Rudolph, get the... (laughs) 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 Rudolph, get the mother. Rudolph went out and got Buddy's mom again. Santa applied some lip chap, preparing for his big smooch. He stuck out his tongue and went in slow, but he never made it to the mother's lips. Buddy had rushed up, grabbed Santa's tongue, and sliced it clean off. Oh! It lay before them on the ground. Santa was in shock, but Buddy didn't flinch. He stabbed Santa in the heart. Santa died. <laughs> Buddy couldn't believe what he'd just done. Christmas was in two days, and he had just killed Santa Claus. He was distraught, but then he noticed something. Right around Santa's neck, there was this line of skin that seemed to be peeling clean off. Buddy grabbed hold and pulled. Santa's face started to peel. Buddy pulled harder and eventually the whole face came off. But it wasn't a skull that was underneath. It was another face. The face of Newman from Seinfeld. (laughs) All the elves were dead silent. In the silence, however, Buddy could hear a faint, muffled voice screaming for help. He followed the voice. It was coming from inside Santa's throne. Buddy had never noticed before, but there was a little door on the side of Santa's throne. Buddy turned the latch and opened it up. It was Santa. Santa was alive, tied up and gagged in the body of his own throne. Buddy helped him out, and the crowd of elves cheered. Santa was a lot thinner than he used to be, but the grin on his face had never been so big. Aww. Thank you, buddy, for saving me from that awful man, said Santa. And just in time, too. Christmas is right around the corner. Elves, I have two announcements to make. Firstly, the production of coal is to stop immediately. There will be no coal given out this year, only gifts. The elves cheered. 
And secondly, the ban on drugs is being lifted. <laughs> Take the night off, everybody. <laughs> Let's party. Everybody cheered again. Santa pulled out a meth pipe and started to smoke. <laughs> Buddy went to his room and grabbed his stash, and he sold out almost immediately. Santa, high on meth, had to take the sleigh out a bit early that year <laughs> to go score more drugs for his team in the North Pole. The gifts sort of sucked that year because everyone making them was so goddamn high. But none of the kids cared because Santa was back and Buddy had saved Christmas. The end. <laughs> oh, I'll give you a clap. <laughs> I'll give you a big clap. <laughs> Listen, sometimes uh, it's not about the journey. It's about... What ha- what's waiting on the other side? <laughs> yeah, and, and I you guess it eventually led to some <laughs> semblance of good. Beautiful, uh, very nice ending. Very twisted body. Very very <laughs> twisted body. But well written. I gotta yeah. give you that. I That's guess I was most nervous about just a scene of Santa Claus <laughs> kissing like a corpse, the corpse of a lady. I mean, you could right now uh, say. That it was just a dummy or something that was that was made <laughs> it wasn't, to though. It, no it was you could say that though I yeah I I wouldn't want to lie because mm. Santa Claus <laughs> is coming to town pretty soon and he That's knows whenever people lie I feel like I'm probably in his bad books for that story but no strategic move strategic move Santa yeah, I don't know that guy's high on meth anyway <laughs> <laughs> James I. Absolutely love the story, even though uh, some of it was the hardest thing to listen to in a while. I felt, yeah, that's what I. That's why I was really nervous about it. I felt mm. like a Christmas episode should not be like difficult to get through, you know. But it, you should never question like, can I handle what he's about to say? Right, right. But I think we all did. Everyone who's still here, and I think we're happy we are here. Yeah, I, I, I hope so. Yeah, I want to thank you all for it. Uh, listening to whatever that was. Listen, Christmas can be twisted. You ever see a candy cane? Twistmas. Twistmas. Merry Twistmas, my crazies. <laughs> right? Let's burn the leg. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's where we're at. That's just that's just what Christmas is all about, isn't it? It's it's a time for joy, a time for cheer. Christmas time is here again. We've been oh. around since you know when. Oh my God, Ringo! Is that Ringo? Ringo Starr. You're cro- quoting Ringo. Oh, this beautiful man, beautiful drummer. All your tea spills out. Christmas time is here. I don't understand again. that line in the song. I don't know. I don't know either. If it was, um, if it was like a modern day song, I would think it was a sexual reference. Uh, but it's definitely. I like your just assertion goofy. there that, I guess. Sex didn't exist back no, then. No, in the 70s? I don't think so. They had sex in the 70s. Are you serious? Yeah, they did. Seriously. Okay, anybody listening? Too. What? Anybody listening to this who's from the 70s, email me, uh, lovablefavoritespodcast at gmail.com, and just tell me if, the, if there was sex. I don't think there was. <laughs> All I want for Christmas is to know. <laughs> just squash my curiosity, please. Oh. Well, we, we love you. It's uh well I do. Do you, James? I do too. I do love you. And I hope nothing but the best for you. No matter what you're celebrating, no matter what kind of holiday you're having, I hope it's good. And I hope you have a, a fun time 
And thanks for listening. And you know what? We'll be back. You know we will. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas and goodbye. Happy holidays, too. Bye. What a good episode. Another one in the books. <laughs> Do you remember when? <laughs> and then. Oh, oh. Really? <laughs> And I loved it. Goodbye. Well, goodbye. Okay, the outro has fully played, which uh, usually signifies the ending of an episode. But before the ending of this episode, James, I just kind of wanted to ask you about your story a bit. It was um, sort of odd and sort of brought up, you know, questionable um, maybe thoughts or views you have on Santa, which yeah, is weird. He's I got to be honest about something. Can I, say, can I finish what I was going to say first? Uh, okay, but after that, I'm gonna be honest about something. Okay, I was just gonna say Santa's the greatest ever, and he's one of my heroes and idols, and I love him. Okay, that's all well, I had to say. And I, I and I don't want to hear what I have to say. Can, then can I say one more thing before you start? Okay. And I know you love him too, deep down. That's what I was gonna getting at. Was like I know it's. I like need maybe to you tell had. you something, Jack. I, when I was in the second grade, um, I had to do a project. It was to interview someone on tape, and. I got Santa for the interview. Oh my god! So I I met Santa and I talked to him. See, he's awesome. He does all kinds of. And he was not the person that I thought he was. He was not a good man. He hmm? was a dangerous. I really think that anyone listening here on Christmas Eve, you should lock your doors. Okay, wait a second. Let me just touch your head here. Oh, ice cold. You. When your head is cold, you're always telling the truth. I This is the truth. I did an interview with him. He's not a good man. And he doesn't even care. Who knows? People don't listen. Okay, listen. You can, Okay. I have the interview on a VHS. Well, maybe we... Okay, well, if maybe... If we could digitize it, then I could show you. Okay, well, I guess... Okay. Yep, I have top-of-the-line equipment, so I just digitized it. And... I guess we'll just pl we'll play it here. Santa Claus is is that really you? Oh, <laughs> yep, yep. I showed up for your interview show. I can't believe Santa Claus is here for my uh, second grade project show yep yep it does seem well below my pay grade but i'm here how do you deliver so many presents all over the world in one night well i have a complicated system of time stopping and starting and uh, morphing and speed speeding S well it's no rules in the sky don't worry, no jail for Santa. What? What is that that just fell out of your pocket? Well, of course, it's a shiv. <laughs> a shiv? What is, what is a shiv? It's a knife? Well, yeah, it's sort of a makeshift knife that you'd make out of other things uh, that maybe you would use, uh, say, in prison. Santa, that, that doesn't look like a normal cigarette. Oh, oh, no, no, no. There's much more to this than tobacco. Is that 
Why the glass pipe? You don't mind if I do this here, do you? I. What are you doing, Santa? Work hard, play hard. Is that... Are, are you smoking meth? Work hard, play hard. <laughs> Santa! Are we almost done here? This is total bullshit. And I have much to do. <laughs> Santa! Oh, you're hurting my heart. You're not the person I thought that you were. Well, do you want a bike? I want a bike very desperately. You don't get one now. Why Judging not, Santa, Santa and his recreational activity. Why? It's illegal, Beth. Not in the sky. We're not in the sky. You keep saying that. You say that there's no laws in the sky, but I am fairly certain that there might be some aspect of law. You should listen to the law. Sounds like you're a dumb little boy, aren't you? Sounds like <laughs> sounds like Father Right in Do Right did a a, bi- a number raising you. It you, also, you need a bit of an edge if you're going to survive in this world. It says you're really a lot meaner than I thought you would be. Oh, you're a lot meaner than I... Get a, get a, get a grip. This is not the Tim Allen I expected to meet. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Scooby-Doo, you're here too? Scooby! <laughs> I love Christmas! My favorite dog! My favorite dog in the world, Scooby-Doo! You're traveling with Santa Claus? Listen, listen, listen. I gotta get out of here because I have one of those things going on where you date two people uh, accidentally at the same time and you gotta bounce back from table to table, okay? And, I, and I'm pretty stressed out about truth, it. Santa! Yeah, and that's and one of them is not Mrs. Claus, if you're wondering. <laughs> you're setting a anyway. Bad I'm going to take me. off, and thanks for the time. And do you, you want can, me to turn into a criminal? You I, can, my voice is already morphed you into that. Print, of an you can, you can, <laughs> you can print all this, and you can quote Santa on this. Good night. I'm sorry. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs>